0: All right, everybody in the pits, welcome to what we call the AMX Superstores Primex radio show that we have every lunchtime out here at the Penwright Primex Championship presented by AMX Superstores. We're going to grab some riders. We're going to grab some team members. We've got some cool guests coming up right now. Um, we've got Matt Moss in just a minute, who is a wild card out here in the MX2 class, along with um, Craig Dack and Craig Anderson, who are going to be talking about all things CDR Yamaha with the 30th anniversary of that team. But right now, like we said, this is the AMX Superstores Primex radio show here, and I'm joined myself, Joe Stevens, with Darnell, um, Daniel Bell, that is, straight from uh, Alpine Stars and Monza Imports. Now, Darnell, let's have a chat real quick before we get into the guests. The track out here today. Uh, one of the best racetracks we've seen all season, but it's not without its uh, difficulty. It's quite treacherous today.
1: Yeah, and it's um, very different to the track that we had.
0: Check, check. Check, check.
1: Yeah, it's very different to the track that we had yesterday, but uh, again, like you said, it's one of the the best tracks we've had uh, this year, and it's provided some great racing so far across the weekend, so... We'll see what happens in these next motos. As you said, Thor MX1 is about to go onto the line shortly. Um, and we've had some great racing this morning. That MX2 moto was eventful, to say the least. So we'll see what happens from here. And uh, I'll, I'll throw it back to you, Joe, and let you get the big boys on and get this show moving. Yeah, I mean, we're probably your best to talk all
0: things MX2 with the first guy that we're going to have on as the guest. Thanks, Donnell, And that's going to be Matt Moss. Currently of the WBR Yamaha Bulk Nutrient Squad. Now, Matt, uh, first of all, welcome to the show. We've got a bit of a mic deal going on here, so I've just got to hand you the mic as we go, but you can hold this one, and then I'm going to hand you the other one. But um, Matt, dropping down, stepping into the 250s, it seems like if anyone calls you with the opportunity at the moment, you're going to take the ride. And um, obviously, big, uh, you know, running up front in the opening moto, and then unfortunately a bit of a mishap.
2: It's a, yeah, it's a bit of a shame. Uh, went down. I, my crash was all right, but then I got hit. Nato ran over me, and I'm glad he didn't go down because obviously he's in the championship hunt. Uh, but, yeah, cut my elbow pretty bad. Had to get some stitches, but we'll be out for the second moto. But, yeah, on on the WBR team for for giving me the opportunity, man. Otherwise, I'll be sitting at home on the couch. Um, Aubrey Aubrey would have cut into their budget a little bit. Um, so they obviously had Purvis for... Max um, for this for this round They're on the 450 so they asked me if um, they got a 250 sitting there so do you want to race that and I said why not um, hopped on it on Friday for about 10 minutes and I felt really racing on it actually I feel really good really comfy on it the bike's amazing so fast and um, we just man just I'm just enjoying it I was like I said I'll be sitting at home twiddling me thumbs so um, but it, and then saying that too I probably haven't been doing myself a favor going to America, racing Supercross, coming back here, racing 450 motocross, going back to America, racing a Suzuki 250, coming back here, then racing a, a Yamaha 250 for this round. So, you know, I sort of just haven't tried, I haven't got in a groove. Every time i got in a groove, I sort of step back out of it. So um, going to line up for this second moto. Obviously got some stitches in my elbow, but they should be riding. And I just, the team, such a humbling team. Very, very polite, very, very open. Uh, nice bunch of people, so I, I really want to get the race they deserve and get, and get a at least try and you know get on the box for this second moto and um, and not only that to prove to myself that I, you know I'm a good racer, but you know I'm just enjoying it, mate. i I've obviously signed for World Supercross, so um, that's my main goal this year. But in the meantime, I'm just still what I love and that's racing dirt bikes
0: for sure. And I think look. When the press release came out this week, you know, dropping down to MX2, and it's like, okay, well, if anyone is going to have not ridden a 250 in Pro MX for a long time, but obviously in Supercross, you went straight into AMA and being competitive on that Suzuki. So, you know, the 250 Yamaha is a great bike, and you know how to twist it, and you're quite familiar with the New South Wales dirt and everything out here. So, you were top three, top five pretty much every time we saw you out on track, and um you know, realistically, I was concerned. I saw you sort of limp off after that crash. I was worried, maybe worried you'd done your knee or something. But how did you end up cutting that elbow?
2: Um, I, think, I think when Nato hit me, he squared me straight in the butt. And then I think his fork leg, the bottom of his fork leg, either caught my elbow um, being up in the air. And I knew it was, like, I, I knew it was pretty bad. But, yeah, it was my, my butt was a bit sore. But I'm going to be a bit battered for this the next race. But, man, I, you know, I had some time off and... And I've come back and mean I love the sport, I love what it what it represents, and I love watching the little kids come through and um you know obviously I, you know I think back eight years ago how competitive I was and and the mindset on my head um, has changed so much, obviously I'm still got that race and I want to win no matter what but um you know i'm just i'm honestly I'm just enjoying it. I love just jumping on a bike and having a ride and and trying to do the best I can, you know, the best, you know, I'm, i I had a couple of people say to me, uh, what if, um, aren't you going to be embarrassed the little kids are going to smoke you? And I sort of thought to myself, I didn't even bite back, but you know, what? I thought to myself, oh, it goes, that goes both ways. I'm nearly 35 and I haven't even <laughs> hopped on a 250. Wouldn't you be embarrassed if I beat you? So, um, you know, I'm just, I'm enjoying it and you can't take, can't take the smile off my face. So that's all that matters.
0: As you said, it does go both ways. I'm sure there would have been plenty MX2 guys that saw the press release go out and go, oh no, we've got to race Matt Moss at Maitland on a 250. But like you said, sign for World Supercross. Um, I'm assuming this will be the last one you'll do in Pro MX. And then at that point, it would, um, you know, you're going to head off to to start preparing for the World Supercross stuff. So we'll, we'll leave it there with, um, you know, one more uh, little question for you there, Matt. But um I'm assuming if we get the start, we're we'll going for it in, in Moto2 here in Pirelli MX2. 100%.
2: Obviously, I don't want to jeopardise the actual guys in the championship hunt, but um, I'm going to throw it in there, that's for sure. Um, I want to get the result for these boys, for the WR and Yamaha that's been behind me since I've come back. And Man, it's, 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 it's fun man, on a little bike. I'm just enjoying it. So I hope all the crowd enjoyed it and, and have a good time.
0: Awesome. Thanks for that, Matt. We'll let you go get ready for moto number two. And uh, right now, ladies and gentlemen, if you're hearing this over the sound system, you want to come check it out as far as the live show goes. We are hanging out here at the AMX Superstores tent. So come by and uh, you can hang out with our next guest on the AMX Superstores pro radio show. That is the man himself, the team owner, long-time Team owner and team manager, and we're currently celebrating 30 years of CDI Yamaha, and uh, I'm joined by Craig Dack. Craig, awesome to have you here, awesome to chat all things Maitland, and obviously we've got yourself and Craig Anderson hanging out to talk some some down-the-road memory lanes about all things CDI Yamaha. Yeah, well... So you want to hold them like, like this?
3: Yeah, it's uh, we're, we're actually celebrating our 30th year. I retired as a racer at the end of 92, and believe it or not, it's been, that's been, that was 30 years ago, and I've uh, been enjoying running CDR ever since then. And what we've been doing at each round that we come to, we're trying to, to gather one of our favourite riders from the past. And uh, obviously we've come up to the Hunter region up here, which has always been a strong supporter of our sport, both motocross and supercross. And uh, it, was, it would be remiss of us not to invite Ando, Craig Anderson, to come and spend the weekend with us, which he has. Uh, just saw his family. His kids have all grown up. He didn't have kids when he was riding for us. Um, but he rode for us in uh, 90, 98, 99 um, and, and dominated pretty much, won everything for us. Um, and then he had a couple of years away and then I went to America and, and ran the Yamaha Troy team and had Chad Reed ride for us in 2000, 2001, 2000. And then, uh, and then we hired Ando, we, we brought him over to the States and as, as people know, he, he did a fantastic job and ended up winning a, a national over there at one of the, one of the rounds and uh, so we've had a long term um, working relationship and an even better friendship so we talk to each other from time to time and he's one of the all time greats of this, this area and he's one of our favourite riders from, from forever.
0: It's great to see and obviously, you know, talk about the you know, we talk about the heritage, the history of C D R and it's still going so strong where you look at obviously it was an all Yamaha blue crew podium yesterday. You had Luke, you had Aaron, both factoring in almost winning that moto and and really still to a degree leading the industry as far as the team setup goes in Australia, the professionalism. You know, the elevated level of sponsorship and how you guys conduct business, it's, uh, it seems like you've been a trailblazer as far as that goes in Australian motocross for a long time.
3: Oh, thank you for that. Yeah, we, we certainly put a lot of effort into it. and you know, You're know, you only as good as the people you've got around you and people like, Brad, people like Brad McAlpine, who's been in the industry for a long time, who's been with us for over 12 years now, uh, does all our engines. It's basically my right-hand man, does all the parts ordering and stuff like that. And then a lot of people would know Gary Ben. He's uh, he's been around forever. He's got a, a very distinguished career. You know, worked in Europe back in the 70s, uh, and then came home. and Then went back there in the late 80s, I think, early 90s, and ran the the Ameri- the, the European Motocross Yamaha team for Yamaha factory team. And then he came back to Australia and started wo- We started working together again. He was we worked together in 1986 when I was a rider. Uh, so we've had a relationship professionally. On and off for all that time. Um, so we've got a really stable bunch of people. And then also Troy and Alistair are relatively new into the team, uh, but they've got a, a lot of experience around them from Gary and, and uh, Brad. And, um, you know, w- w- we just love doing what we're doing. We've got a great relationship with Yamaha. It's been uh, nearly 40 years in total that I've been with, with that brand. And uh, that relationship gets stronger and stronger every year. And it's nice to see uh, at the moment that, you know, the Honda team and even the, K- the European teams, KDM Gas Gas and Husqvarna, they're all making a push now. So things are coming back again. Uh, and we can tell by here this weekend that the enthusiasm that's around the pits and all that is fantastic. It's, it's nice to see everybody.
0: And that'll lead into my last question for you, Craig. I know you're busy on race day and we appreciate you taking the time out to chat with us here. Um, the championship as a whole, you know, the Penrith Primex championship, partners like AMX Superstores and, and the fact that uh, you know the sport is elevating right now. How, how are your thoughts on the industry and where racing is at as a whole?
3: Well, you just need to have a look around and look at the AMX signs and the Penrite signs and Dunlop and Yamaha and all the industry are all up and about with this series. Unfortunately, we, we, it's di- this whole new model of the series started just before COVID hit, so we got off to a bit of, bit of a rough start. So we've popped out the other end of that now. Uh, and then we had last year, now this year we've had a bit of a, a rough trot with weather and some other you know, terrible things that happened. But as you can see today, we're just starting to get some traction now. And, and the way the whole Motorcycling Australia and, and everybody that's involved are really enthusiastic about it. And I'm sure you'll just see this thing go from strength to strength. The model's really good, the television package is insane. And uh, you can just feel within the pits and the crowd, there's certainly a, a lot of enthusiasm about it.
0: Well, thanks for your time, Craig, and couldn't agree more, mate. Have good luck for the uh, Thor MX One opening moto soon with the team, and we're going to welcome Craig Anderson onto uh, the AMX Superstore's Pro MX radio Radio sh- Show here at Maitland. If you guys want to come by and check this out in person, we are over by the AMX Superstore's tent. Ando, uh, one of the not only legends of Australian and pro motocross history, but also uh, one of the legends of the New South Wales and the Hunter Valley, Curry Curry greater area, um where do we start mate welcome welcome to the race
4: yeah thanks very much for having us here it's uh it's awesome to see the national pro mx come to come to the newcastle area it's such a a huge motorcycle area for you know off-road motocross a lot of riders and um you know we've produced a lot of top class guys not just um in motocross but road racing and, and flat track everything
0: so it's great it is, and, and I've often picked your brain for, for many a year on the road talking about the old days with Chad and, and you guys all just, um you know, growing up in this region, and, and I think obviously touching with Craig is probably a good place to start with the 30-year anniversary of, of CDI Yamaha and your, you know, success and time with him between being here in Australia and then also what you did overseas winning Southwick in 2001? 2003, close. um You know, Talk about a historic duo for Australian motocross with a team manager and a rider winning at that level in the States.
4: Yeah, it was uh, it was a you know it was a, it was a really big thing um, you know not just for myself but Australian motocross to, to prove that you know we we are good enough we're good enough to do it um, you know it was obviously Chad the year before won a lot of races as well um, and in the in the supercross but didn't win as many outdoors um, and then you know I come there was a, there was a few of us there was Brett Metcalf there which he's still riding now which is great um, there was Michael Byrne he's you know rock. rock teaching, coaching writers at the moment, um, you know, then obviously, and then there's Chad and myself, so, and then it paved the way for the next generation, you know, Jay Marmont, Daniel Reardon, um, Jack, Jackson Richardson, um, you know, Luke Clout, which he's still riding now, so, uh, to, to do that, it was great, um, just, you know, hey, we're we're such a small little fish down here in Australia compared to the US.
0: Yeah, for sure, I think that, like you said, that era, that generation really did pave the way for that next, you know, you had yourself, and uh, it was around the same time as Chad and Michael Byrne, and that first influx of Aussie talent. And then you've had the second, and now the third wave with the Lawrence brothers and and that era. So um, let's shift folks a little bit. Haven't it's probably been a few years since we've seen you at a Prime X or a national event. Um, what's your thoughts? You know, strengths of the series. Who's impressed you today? Talk about it.
4: I think the uh, the series looks really strong. Um, just the numbers on the gate is massive. You know this pretty well. Nearly forty in each each class, which is. Uh, hasn't been like that for a lot of years so that that's a that's a plus um just the whole the whole show the people involved seem motivated to make it bigger and better which is which is half the battle you need someone that's passionate um because it's, it's not always an easy easy go uh the obviously the tracks in the first couple of rounds weren't awesome being muddy and stuff but that's what you get with motocross the track here today looks great it looks like a a across you know it's it's quite technical here because it goes a bit hard pack it gets a bit slippery and then it gets traction so you the bike is quite moving a lot faster than it normally normally would be on a you know a perfect track so it does take a little bit more you know control here and um yeah as you've seen yesterday it created great racing
0: yeah, it really did. I'm going to put you on the spot now. Obviously, yesterday, Ferris came through from a little ways back and dominated that opening Thor MX1 moto. Now, um, I'm going to give you two picks. We're going to say who is the pick for the, the whole shot here in Thor MX1 coming up after lunch, and who's the pick for the moto win?
4: Uh, look, I'm going to have to probably go with Luke Clout for a whole shot. Um, he seems very... Very switched on on the start. Even last year watching, you know, the start of the year until he got hurt and the year before he was always up there on the start. So I'm going to take Cloudy for a whole shot. Um, I think for a Moto one, uh, for a Moto win, it's going oh it's, it's to be the best racing. It's even going to be closer than yesterday because this is this is the real day. Um, I'm, I, I think I have to go through for Dino Ferris for sure. Just watching him yesterday, he had very good line selection. He... He seemed calm, he didn't look rushed, um, and he was just picking the guys off as time, as, as the race went on. And I think he just, the, the thing that I seen really good about Dino yesterday is when he got onto the back of someone, he made the pass, like, nearly instant, um, which, that's the best way to pass someone because you get them unawares. And he'd done it to everyone
0: yesterday. Yeah, he really did. He was capitalising. He had that track, you know, typical Ferris. It took him about halfway to really start frigging the track out. Then he dropped the hammer two seconds a lap faster than anybody else and just chipped away. But um, let's shift it up now away from the serious racing stuff. Ando, what are you up to nowadays, mate? What What's Craig Anderson's general week look like now? Uh,
4: just coaching kids, really. Every day, um, I really enjoy that side of it. It's um, it's something that. It's it's a challenge because, as you know, when we were being kids, I would have been a challenge for sure. I know I was. Um, you know, so to help the kids achieve... Uh, you know, what they want to do in, in their sport um, is great. Uh, I see, you know, you, when when you're around it every day, you see the ups and downs. You see some days they might have a crash at the start of training and then you've got to coax them to keep going. And then they finish strong or some days, you know, they f- start bad and finish strong or, or whatever it is. Um, so it's a challenge every every week. I really enjoy the challenge side of it. Um and, and, the, and the psychology side of it because it's something that I really struggled with in my racing career is I struggled with self-belief and I struggled with um, am I good enough? Am I fast enough? Uh, you know, am I fit enough? Um, is my bike good enough? All these things that every, every racer at every level goes through I went through the same thing so I enjoy the challenge of, of helping kids be uh, better than they were yesterday and pushing themselves you know, that they believe that they can do it so they can get the best results they can.
0: I find that hard to believe that you struggle with self-belief with the amount of success you had in your career, but I guess it goes to show how at every level it's the same battle for, for, for riders to really perform and do what they're capable of. So, Ando, um, thanks a lot, man. I appreciate you coming on, and uh, thanks for being here and hanging out with CDI Yamaha and celebrating the, the 30-year anniversary, and thanks for coming on the AMX Superstore's uh, PrimeX radio show with us.
4: Yeah, thanks very much for having me. It's it's
0: great that it's, um,
4: you know, it's a good day, it's good racing, and thanks for having me on. Um, I hope everyone has a great day, and... Go the Yamahas.
0: All right, guys. Craig Anderson there joining us on the AMX Superstores Primex Radio Show. A long stay. Sorry, a long time at mainstay in the professional motocross and supercross pits here in Australia. And uh, we've got a few minutes here before we're going to wrap this one up with the AMX Superstores Primex Radio Show. If you want to, guys want to come past the AMX Superstores tent, check this one out. You can. But uh, right now, going to join back with Alpine Stars and Monza Imports' own uh, Daniel Bell, Darnell official, Darnell. Um, heading into MX1 now, Thor MX1 opening moto of the day. Ferris was on another level yesterday. I think guys like Brett Metcalf, Kurt Gibbs, all very impressive. Todd Waters got caught up with some banners in his rear wheel, had some issues, and then we had the CDR Yamaha Monster Energy teammates on the podium, but
1: I think the biggest question, Mark, coming into this one for me is Jed Beaton. Yeah, we'll see with Jed for this one. Uh, obviously, we know how fast Jed is. It's been a while since Jed had to race a track like this. That's the thing we need to take into account, you know. It's a very different track to what we've had earlier this year from the previous rounds. But it's also very different to what he's been racing in Europe for the last couple of years. So I'd expect Jed to come out and make a statement in this moto. Uh, will he win it? I, I think he will. Um, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put Jed as uh, my pick for this one. And uh, got to put Gibbsy on, the, on second place there. Um, He'll get a good start and honestly this track is going to be so good in this moto and it's going to provide some really really good racing so um who have you got for the win in this one joe well yeah it's going to be interesting
0: because the track's changing you know jed was very fast all the way through the amx Superstars top 10 pole shootout um i think if webster or jed get a start we're going to see the honda duo run up front um I actually think Webster might get this one done now, so I'm going to go Webster for the win, and I'm going to go with Kirk Gibbs for the whole shot, so I might be uh, wrong with that one, but we'll see, but right now, guys, we're going to wrap up the MX Superstore's Primex radio show here, and uh, we're going to come back to you with some updates with the schedule. We're a little bit, just a few minutes away from the gates dropping on the opening Thor MX one motor of the day, so thanks for listening, thanks for hanging out with us, and we'll catch you at the next round.